It is my secret. I don't want to lose this money to wicked people. Yeah. Wicked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty much. It's, it's it's extra shitty. It's still heartbreaking, but it's, you know, makes it a little... <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's weird. What did I just do? I don't know. <laughs> it's water. It shouldn't make a crunch in you. <laughs> yeah, this is something with crunching underneath the fucking glass. Fuck you. Anyway. Welcome. That was great. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking th right. great Dead. starting point. Right? Yay. Of course. Start on an up. It's good. Um, welcome. Let's actually record and do our welcomes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's recording. Oh. All right. Well. Hey guys, welcome back to an episode of Gin and Tonic. Welcome back. We have. I'm Phil. Hi. Yay, Phil. And this is Eric. And Tony, I'm back. It's me. Hi. We're the same guys, except Phil's new. I'm not. I'm not the same guy. But yes. Yeah. But you're a new guy, and that's always a good thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, we got a link dump this week. We got yeah. a few things. One I want to talk about first, just because I'm all excited about it. Um, so yesterday, Wendy's, the fast food chain, released a diss mixtape against McDonald's, Burger King, and everyone, and it's actually pretty good. It's called We Beefin. Just the URL alone fucking slayed me when I saw it. It's the best thing ever. Did they decide to bring back the old Where's the Beef line? <laughs> Was that oh, a thing? Yeah, that was yeah. a thing from for Wendy's. Oh yeah, where's the beef? The where's the beef campaign? Whenever they had their square burgers, so they could see the beef on the outside. They oh, put it next okay, to like, right. a McDonald's burger and say where's the beef, and yeah. that was like their big marketing ploy at the beginning. You know, I used to work at I worked at Wendy's was one of my first jobs, like way back when. You should be like, I'll join back to collab on this new mixtape, right? And it's actually pretty good. I love how they picked like the shittiest picture they could find with like the fucking like tape on it and everything. It's better than a haunted. Uh, they released it on SoundCloud. Wendy's. What? It's better than the haunted Wendy's girl that you see everywhere. Right. Well, uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I remember for a while they had an ad campaign. They had this really cute chick like playing. I guess. Oh yeah, Wendy. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, and he doesn't remember that. Of she course. was great. <laughs> no, she was fantastic. Then the internet made it weird, so I guess they like pulled her away because they're being associated with stuff that was a bit too raunchy. Yeah, I definitely have seen some Wendy's Rule Thirty Four in the past. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. it's definitely one of those certainly. things. We beef and That's fresh, never sick. frozen beets. I didn't even see the tweet. That's great. That's sick. <laughs> You know what it is? That's absolutely. You Isn't know that what? the Drake album? Or no, whatever? that's no. fucking. That's uh, ready to die. Ready to die. Okay. That's notorious B.I.G. Holy oh, that's shit. awesome. Yeah, it's fucking. Hang on, I gotta pull this up. Where's uh? Fuck. He's uh, right. Ready to die. Baby. Yeah, ready to die. That's absolutely like a rip off of the album cover. Yo, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah, fucking lettering and everything. That's, <laughs> that's so fantastic. sick. So Wendy's just dropped a West Coast beat. West East Coast. Coast beat, rather. Yeah. We don't want it back. I'm a boss chick, and they hate with that. But we tried your food with a flavor at you, number one. That's a joke. Why your ice cream machine always broke? Why your drive through always slow? Why you in the. Oh. Yo. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. That's hype. 
It's a lyrical right. extension of a well-documented Twitter beef. With Goes after beef. everyone. McDonald's ice cream machine, drive-thrus are attacked, and as are Burger King and Wingstop. Wow, Wingstop? Wingstop's I don't even know that. That's obscure as fuck. <laughs> That's the hipsters they were going after with that one. Jesus Christ. Just imagining the meeting where they all decided that that was the way to go forward. Why am I low-key bumping to this Wendy's album? <laughs> it's kind of tough, though, lol. <laughs> we beefing. <laughs> I told her it was Mozart. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> On the real though, Wendy's is definitely my favorite like fast food joint. Their social like, media game is hype. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, the food's fucking fantastic. The food's great too, yeah. So since I I remember when they first released a Baconator, I want to say 2007, I like had one and I, I think I had like two at, in one sitting because I was a fat piece of shit at the time. And um, then I didn't have one up until like last week. Like I tried oh, one again. You, you did go for it? And how was it? It's better than I remember, but still as disgusting as I remember. Where it's like, whoa, I feel sick after eating this. Like that sounds about right. I kind of really want a want a Wendy's. I kind of really want Wendy's now. It fucking worked. There's one not far from here either. <laughs> you remember, anyone know when the bacon mushroom melt is coming back? Can you find me the nearest McDonald's? Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. They start an entire PR campaign based on it. Yeah, right. Based like, on exactly what. I'd be pretty fucking pissed. You probably have ground to, grounds to sue, too. Oh, maybe. At least I'd fucking... I'd be cheesed. Of course I would. It's terrible. Well, I'd be cheesed with, like, how... Uh, you know the whole delete Facebook movement on Twitter right now? Like, like Elon <laughs> Musk just destroyed his fucking social media team. He deletes his Facebook and, and his, his Facebook of Tesla and SpaceX. Yeah. And says, I never looked at those pages anyways. So he has entire staff for each one. Basically. One staff for all of them. And you're they done. just lost their jobs. Yep. Get out. Yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty shitty. I mean, I'm sure they could have been like, I'm sure they're allocated elsewhere. Yeah. I don't think, he doesn't seem like the the type to like fire people. I mean, it's a, is it a conglomerate or does he like run it? He he mostly, he, I'm pretty sure he He's, runs it from what like I understand. hands on with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he like, like he participates in all the... I'm sure there's a board of directors, but yeah. I haven't really read too much on how the business is run. I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of um, a little uh, not known to the public to begin with. So I think he's kind of just keeping it away that way. But I mean, like in my like, you know how we've hit like the the bizarre world, like we have Donald Trump as president, and like we have all this weird shit happening, like a porn star is trying to sue him, like yeah. all Which this is, crazy like, thing like when that. You really think about it, right? So like. I think time to be alive. There's so much weird stuff happening. Like, like Elon Musk is essentially a Tony Stark in real life. Like, he just does what he wants, has a bunch of money, and and doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, so I, yeah, we live in crazy times. We're shooting cars into space, and Donald Trump is the president. Yeah, there, uh, there was the the video. This video I saw it was like a 13 second video, or like it was like less than a minute, and it's just this guy going. Uh, doing like a two-year recap of Elon Musk's life, but it's like played in like fast forward, and it's just this guy narrating it. So it's like he was stuck in traffic in LA, so he decided, "Fuck it, I'm gonna build some tunnels and call the Boring Company." And then after he's done that, he starts selling hats. They sell out of the hats. They start selling flamethrowers, and then he shoots his car into fucking space, and the rocket lands itself. Like it's just fucked. Yep. <laughs> it's just... He's just la 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 la. Lives in this magical world where everything is just. Seems like one of those people where human interaction is sort of a secondary thing yes. that he has to learn. Like his primary focus is I'm gonna I'm just gonna learn things, I'm gonna make them work, I'm gonna use my science and be awesome. And then 
Yeah. He realized that he had to actually talk to people along the way, so he had to pick up those skills. Just sort of? <laughs> I agree <laughs> with you. It's it's similar to how like guys who go into engineering or like computer science degrees, they have no people skills and then they have to start interviewing for jobs. Yeah. They get fucked out of that. Like a lot of people don't get work not because there's not enough jobs, but because they just aren't going to work well on a team. If you're the best computer programmer but you hate everyone else, no one wants to hire you. No, that's true. Yeah, you go from being secluded for your entire education, learning everything to being in an office where you're surrounded by people you have to get along with them. and you have to work alongside them. And usually tech is open is open concept too, so you have to be around people. It's not like you get your own office and you just you go to sit in there and code. It's like you have a desk and there's five other people around you and you're going to talk the whole day while working and some people are like, "Ah, like that's just over the top." And it was just kind of like panicking and then he just awkwardly drives away in a, like a white Lambo or like some luxury car gets dropped off from a truck. Yeah. And that's the, the end of the interview. It's just really weirdly put together. It, almost, it looks more, it, it, it's filmed like a snuff film. It, what? It, it looks like it's a handheld cam. It's just, it's fucking <laughs> weird. Jump, huh? It's just, because it's just like, he's just so awkward and weird. It's like, he, it's like there's some, somebody with a gun behind the camera and he's just answering questions under duress. You're, you're waiting for something awful and tragic to happen to make sense of what you're watching. Yeah, yeah I think he's doing okay. He's doing well. He's doing, yeah. he's I mean, doing I'm gonna say he's doing all right guy, for himself, yeah. He's got, because she's got a car in ass. space. Yeah, so, you know. A lot of people don't have a car at all. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> he's able to send one of the fuckers. Wait, did they like land it on Mars or did no. they? Oh, I think okay. it's just kind of being sent it's, out. It would have been cooler yeah. if they just made it like the landmark in Mars. Like, like once we start colonizing, it's like, yeah, it's the SpaceX car. We can just build yeah. our house right beside it's, it. Well, it's a cherry red Tesla Roadster. Come on, it's not the SpaceX car. It's, I mean, they fired it. The company that fired it is called SpaceX. Yeah, I know, but it's a Tesla Roadster. Come on. You owe it some respect. Okay. All right. It's a gorgeous okay. car. Okay. They wouldn't Whatever. even have to make a monument for it. They can just sit it in the middle. This car was here before we were. So Reno Walid. Live.fr. Yeah. Which I'm going to assume it's just France. Yeah, FR is France. Like live.france, which I thought I didn't realize live. I guess hot, it would make sense. You that sent her an email? Me. There's one that said me with a response. Yes. Whoa, That's the whoa, one I'm going whoa, for. Wait. Where is it? Let's so? just start with the subject line here. This one, right? Yeah, she said, how are you doing, dear? I'm like, doing well, terribly sorry. I think you may have the wrong address. I didn't know. That was the first email I got. Well-intentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you might have the wrong one. And then she gets gives me this. She's been waiting for you. Yeah. Thank you very much for your response to my mail. I get your email contact from your Instagram profile. After going through your profile, I decided to communicate with you. How is everything? Going over there. Hopefully you're doing well. My name is Miss Rina Walid. 24-year-old, Sudan, blah, 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 blah. But living in a church in Senegal as a result of war. Which, you know, not to make light of war, but I'm starting to, like, sense bullshit. Um, but then she describes her, like, height and weight. I'm average in size and about 57 <laughs> kilograms in weight. <laughs> Very beautiful and likes challenges. My, picture, my pictures are attached. Which, you know... Let's look at the photos. Weird. I yeah, want to see. Look, let's look at the photos. Open them. There was a promise of... There was a promise of, I think, like, 5 million USD. Let's keep going. That's uh, a really low-res photo. I, don't I love that they had to look up what the average weight of... A woman is right, and then right? make sure they pointed out that yeah. it was average. I'm sure average. I'm not too skinny. I'm not fat or anything. I'm uh, just average. I, I am average. The late Doctor Zachariah Walid was the father. My mother's name was the late Mrs. Flora Walid. Did she kill her parents? Why are they both late? 
because she's only were, 24. Uh, they were in a war zone. She's, there in, she's yeah, in, a in a war, war. yeah. Okay, well, I don't know. I haven't read that far. No, it's at the top. This girl is clearly going through some hardships and is reaching out for assistance. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, she's let's reaching reach out. Back. Yeah, she needs, <laughs> she needs my help. Uh, yeah, listen carefully. Before the death of my late father, deposited some amount of money in a bank in my name as the next of kin inheritance. The amount in question is a measly $5.750 million uh, USD, of course. I'm intrigued. But the bank, anyway, like, just bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Oh, you need to present your foreign partner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that could be you. That could, you be could be me, if I choose, yeah. You could be foreign and a partner. I think, check mark, check mark, you're already there, just hit reply all, and just... Just let her present let you. her whole family know. Peace, stored in balls, change my mind. But you know what? Like, I will say, like, this thing that he does here, I saw this, it showed up my feed, and I kind of checked it out. And it, and it was, well, it, it was put together in a way that, like, at least you can have, there's just a civil conversation going, which I appreciated a lot. Um... I don't really subscribe to Steven Crowder at all, really. I don't know him. I just think the meme is fucking funny. Like, oh, that to me, the idea great. I yeah. don't know Steven Crowder, but the idea of a guy just sitting in a park and physically challenging people in real life with yeah. their world beliefs Fight are, me. That's yeah, fucking exactly. hilarious. Like, <laughs> He's Canadian. No. He's from Alberta, but he lives in D.C., I think. Yeah. <laughs> Or no, no, he's not. He's French Canadian. Oh, he's from Quebec. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't like one of the old rebel guys, was he? Him? Yeah. Uh, it was like Rebel Media. With, I think uh, he did work with like I don't want to say like Gavin McInnes. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. Holy he did shit! Work with so him, he was yeah. originally like like one of the first Vice creators and like well, Gavin McInnes. I know Gavin Vice. is yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure if he no. was. He's, he's one of those guys that like he's kind of just contrarian by nature. He's a relatively like intellectual dude. He's pretty well spoken. So whenever he puts forward any position, he's thought it out. It's one of those things where he's. Yeah, he's good at articulating what he thinks. He usually has some sort of reasoning behind it. It's just that it's pretty easy to disagree with him on all yeah. things. Like, but of, course, he, of course, of the, course. Well, the thing he's that genuine, kind of, though. So yeah, okay. And that's the thing, right? Like, it's like, like I said earlier, you can't really subscribe to anyone to the hundredth percentile. Yeah. You know, I can agree if you agree with someone on uh, with someone on like twenty percent of the shit they say, that's pretty much like your. I think that's like your clean. And if, especially on the they're on the other side of the aisle, yeah, right. So the fact that I can say like twenty percent of the shit that he says is like sensible, then that's I mean it's already quite a fair bit compared to other people on that like side of the spectrum. If it's to the point where they can get you thinking about something or reconsider something, <laughs> that yeah. isn't necessarily the most consequential of your okay. like the ramifications of it aren't necessarily the biggest. Then yeah, it's it's definitely a good thing. But. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, if you believe somebody 100% of the time, there is a problem. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, open You're discourse. You're a cult. Yeah. Open discourse <laughs> from all sides of, of the coin are really important, right? Yeah. You can't just have, like, one idea, then just drive forward with it and hope that no one challenges you the whole way, right? Because if you go into thinking, I'm never going to be challenged because I'm right... You're not going to know what to do when you do get challenged. You might have react worse off than your opposition because you don't know how to be challenged. And the way that it is today, it's so easy to just be in an echo chamber and only hear the same views as yours and to believe that no there aren't other views out there that will make me grow think about that or, or change think, yeah yeah well, well i agree and it's like it's like i hate to bring this up but it's similar to like why i deleted facebook is like it's a big echo chamber politically and like all this stuff like that that's happening on it you're like i end up 
unfollowing the people I don't agree with, meaning which, I just get circled in with the same opinion yeah. all the time, and I never change my mind. You which create is, your own echo chamber. Exactly, yeah, which, which I would rather create my own <clears throat> worldview. I'd rather create my way of thinking. The worst than, about that... Oh, sorry, Brian. Sorry, Ed. I was like, the worst about that is that we thought for so long, like, Facebook is an echo chamber. You see, like, all the advertising is targeted towards you. You only yeah. see the views of the people that you agree with, and then you find out that it was by design. I, I read a study, like, back in 2007 before I, Facebook became, like, publicly open. Yeah. Um, actually, that's when I got it. So maybe the year before, <clears throat> where a girl for um, five years during her, ma her BA and her master's to write a thesis paper for a PhD started writing this paper in, in her first year of university, right? And her experiment was that she would avoid every reflective surface she would encounter. Walk past windows really quickly without looking at them. No no mirrors in her apartment. Nothing. And her self-esteem grew exponentially by week. So, like, by the time she was at week, like, two, she was, like, pretty confident. Like, week four, she was, like, didn't care what anyone had to think. And, like, blah, 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 blah. It became to the point where, like, she was happy with herself and didn't have to worry about how she looked that's just a physical thing with facebook you get that that social media envy at the same time where you like see like oh this person i know is going traveling like eight times a year and like mm -hmm. they go to these beautiful places and they post about how great their experience is and fuck them i don't like them because i don't like i get that really bad like that's <clears> kind of <throat> why i deleted facebook too is because yeah. i get real bad social media envy i see people not succeeding but doing well so and when i run into a tr like a trial or tribulation in my own life i start running into gears a lot more because i start realizing not realizing but thinking am i not the same do i not have the same worth as this person because they're experiencing <clears throat> stuff in a much better way so it it actually happens it actually happens there's a micro version of that it, it happens in micro doses where typically speaking and this is this is strictly a behavior thing just to kind of build on that you're only if you're checking facebook or if you have your head down on your phone it's because you're not stimulated by something else around you. Mm -hmm. So automatically, the very act of checking your phone means that you're bored in some way, or that you're you're in a down, you're in yeah. a down yeah. state. Period. Right. And then you're only ever posting to Facebook when something awesome or magnanimous happens, whether it's whether it's good or bad. Something when something terrific happens, whether it's terrific or terrific, awesome. You know. But it's an extreme, so everyone lives these interesting lives. There's only interesting stuff on it. So, the act of checking it is you're in a down state, seeing people doing awesome stuff constantly. That's exactly what it is. So it's people like, I'm traveling like eight times a year, doing some crazy shit, and you're doing nothing. Even though, odds are, you're doing just as much amazing shit as everyone else, but when you're doing it, the, the equation's reversed. You're just posting to Facebook, and then you're turning away. You're not paying attention anymore. Yeah. So it's like a feedback loop. Definitely. It's like, these micro habits that wind up it's, like... It's almost a negative feedback loop, right? Because yeah. you, you run into like a bad thing and you're like, oh, I don't want to check Facebook. Because you're putting more stupid. dope shit into the system too. You're putting like awesome experience into there that people that are in a lull or in a down are reviewing. And then when they're in a higher place, they're going to be posting as well. Mm -hmm. Which then if you happen to be doing... It doesn't mean that you're in a down state. It just means that you're at home and bored as shit. You're not doing anything. Yeah. Whatever. You're checking Facebook and then you get positivity you're you're bored or you're understimulated so you try to find something that's a little bit more interesting and what's more interesting is all the things that you wish you were doing in that moment exactly and you watch other people go through them i'm just i'm just kind of stuck on the idea from before of like the life without vanity yeah 
Like what it, because we're so far removed from it at this point is actually going through life, not caring what people think, not not even seeing yourself and you are just what you imagine yourself to be. I'd be like the worst for that. I think it'd be really rocky to start, but I think yeah. you would find your ground pretty quick. And and like like I mean, how did how did people define themselves like 50 years ago without social media, <clears throat> computers, uh, probably many more of the beauty standards we have now, right? Like yeah, it's yielding Times Square or Town Square. That's the thing, right? Like so, like a lot of people, I'm sure, like had worldviews of themselves in a different manner. And does it show that we're like evolving in an informational level, or does it show that like? We're, we're kind of regressing and we're going back to like primitive acts of primalism on but we're we're doing primalist acts on very advanced pieces of technology doing it's like, similar to like in 2001 Space Odyssey where the monkeys show up and they find the, the obelisks land yeah. and they start freaking so out so it's like right? Neo like, it's Neo Neo we're doing Neo primal shit yeah and, and I've, I've, I've I would also argue with the rise of Vine and the, the fall of Vine and like YouTube and how yeah. our 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 our, our um, attention spans have just kind of <clears throat> gotten worse and worse and worse to the point where like even just now when we brought up the twenty minute video, I was like, "What the like, fuck, twenty minutes?" minutes? Like I was just like, I was like, "No, like just twenty minutes." Is, <laughs> I can need something else to do while I'm if, watching this. If you send me a video that's if you send me a video Facebook. that's more than two minutes, I'm going, "What the fuck are you doing?" This better be good. This and better be fucking and, good. And you have to reiterate that too, sending those videos. To yeah, this, wait till the, the end. This is worth watching. You have to watch the whole thing to really get the whole thing. Yeah. And someone's just like, "Okay," and then you know they didn't watch it too that's the other thing you like send something to someone and you're like i know you didn't watch this that is not like, an appropriate reaction exactly no <laughs> motherfucker um <clears throat> uh, so oddly enough so i don't know if you i don't know if you what you know about the unabomber but you sound you sound a lot like him what yeah <laughs> what the fuck like so like that's his voice itself or no not no well no no, no in the in the, the tenets like that he's this. preaching i don't like this at all <laughs> no so like his shtick because he was a futurist right he was a he was a brilliant futurist, but he also mailed bombs to people. That's well, the that's shit. The he was like a genius. Bombs, yeah. he was a genius. Yeah. He was a very smart person <clears throat> who mailed bombs. To he people. mailed bombs to people, yeah. and that completely um, discredits you in any way, yeah. shape, or form. So his shtick was that like his shtick was that like just technology bad in general, and he it all went downhill the minute you were <coughs> able to you know hey instead of foraging a berry I'm gonna forage a whole shit ton of them. And that way I could spend the rest of the week just doing nothing. Instead of searching for them, I'm just going to make more. Exactly. Or like nowadays, it's just like, let me just walk to the grocery store, I fill up, and I can just sit at home all day if I have the kashish left to keep going, yeah. right? Because that's the other thing. is like we even, we never had mercantilism. We, we had we had mercantilism, but we didn't have proper economics way back in the day, right? No. When we're cavemen, it was like, I, give I you... have rock, I'll trade you bigger rock, but my rock is nicer rock. Here you go, and it's like okay. Well, you like, got to sure, go for the, the bigger rocks. Yeah, of course. You of course, but you need something to sit on. You need some. You build. You eat here. Trade. Exactly. <laughs> there is this. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the Unabomber uh, documentary on Netflix. I know you probably didn't. Do you guys care about spoilers? Go ahead. This is the fight. This is not a story thing at all. This is more of like a the, the final shot of the series. Um, spoiler alert, guys. The final shot is. The, the detective, and he's just, he's go, driving down a dark road, and it happens to be a red light, and he stops at the red light, and there's, there's nothing there, there's no traffic or anything, and he's just chilling at the red light waiting, and then he looks up at it, and he kind of goes like, oh wow, I guess he was kind of right, like, this is fucked, and then it goes green, then he drives. 
He just thinks that. You're kind of assuming. Yeah. And the idea there is that, like, we've built our lives around technology and around cars, and that eliminated a lot of, like, the, the weird freedoms that we had. Like, before you would just walk places. Yeah. Or get a horse, I guess, and just go places. But now... You can't go on the highway. You can't walk there. Things are built There's... under the assumption that you have a car to get to. Yeah. Exactly. And so at this final scene, it's this road in the middle of the night. I, I don't know if he's in a forest or in a field, but you can see down the road for miles. There's not a car in sight. And he's just sat at this... I mean, personally, I think it's a stupid place to put a red light. Put a circulation light. You could just put a fucking stop sign. But And he's just sat at the red light. And I mean, there's no reason for you to wait there. Like, this, it's a very stupid, it's yeah. a very bizarre convention, right? We've created weird organizational rules in society at every level. You could call it infrastructure, economics, wherever. There's barriers you have to cross you before you get You just follow them there. by default. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't, like, like for example, what can you do without a bank account in today's society? Or a credit card. Not even just the bank account, a credit card. You can get by without a credit card, but... Kind of. Kind of, but just barely, extent. yeah. yeah. I mean, they have, like, the Visa debit now, so that you can kind of get around that, or the Interact Online came in. Which is the, which is the thing, which which helps a lot and kind of changes our patterns of behavior, right? But you're right. Like, at one point, you had to have a credit card if you were buying anything online. Yeah, or if you wanted to rent a car. <laughs> yep. Or, you know, you know or a hotel, or, yeah. like, a lot of stuff. You couldn't put cash down, but you used to be able to, way back in, way back in our parents' day. Just be able to just be like, all like right. Mail order, like, ma like fucking Western Union that cash like a random place from like Scholastic and shit. Yeah. Remember when uh, Tim Hortons didn't have debit? Mm hmm. That was actually fairly recent, too. Yeah, that was in the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember like in like high school, it was like cash or credit. There was no, yeah. no other option. Yeah. So, actually. I read this article, I found this like a while, a couple years back maybe, but this town in England just got rid of all traffic lights. Okay. Just roundabouts now or something? No, they just got rid of all like street signs, all traffic lights, and just, just to experiment, just, I guess just to fuck with people. Just go. Yeah, just go, do a thing. And they found that the people are a lot more, people are, human beings have the capacity to be very sensible. Yeah. If you get rid of all traffic, you're going to drive a lot more carefully. And that was basically what the logic was, and it turned out to be like, Stop you know, having to think. They just have to follow Accident free zone. Signs. The German town. No, I think you found the other one. No, but there's an England one. I clicked the German one because, you know, hurrah. But um, Germans would do that. <clears throat> Share space. There's hearts. That's a fucking adorable. Holy shit. <laughs> Share the space. But yeah. So like, it, it turns out that like these conventions that we've kind of like built are kind of, I mean, they're fluid at best, because again, like a red light in the middle of a road in the middle of the night is like. I mean, let's face it, it's stupid. You're not, all you're doing is wasting your own time. Well, that's why, like, stuff like Waze, like, whether you can report, like, red light yeah. cameras and stuff. If, like, if, you know, if it's late at night, like, a lot of people I know that use Waze just drive through stop, like, red lights if and stuff no because there's no there, yeah. camera. Like, yeah. It's Basically, crazy. yeah. But I personally like, would probably have an adrenaline rush and then have to pull over, but. Yeah, exactly. I can't stop this. Just commit a Huh. A crime. <laughs> But see, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Because there's there's nothing about uh there's nothing about a light that inherently makes you stop moving forward. Like no. that you can't say it out loud to yourself and not sound crazy. It's just been told to you for so long that you have to stop. There is a something stopping you and you feel wrong. Or even to the point where like you have to stop for three seconds too. Like that's like a rule, right? Like yeah. when you first start learning driving, like I'm a G one right now, so it's like the the learner's permit if people are from outside of Ontario. 
and like I'm getting my G2 pretty soon, but it's hard relearn like learning those rules where it's just like, oh, like it yeah. makes sense. There's no one around. I can just stop briefly and keep going, but it's like, no, you have to wait three seconds because what if a, a dog runs out of the bush or what if stop. like, you know, just like fucking fuck it, just keep going. <laughs> So okay. it's, it's interesting. Is like we 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 definitely treat that stuff very differently. No, it's super bizarre. I I think it's, I think there's some merits to, to thinking that way. To you know thinking about like the very far future, and kind of understanding how we'll evolve and take things. But I mean within the bounds of reason. So there's some stuff that you can argue where we can maybe work on on doing away with, mm -hmm. or at least rethinking whether it's like logical what we're doing. That's just me, anyway. It's enough of those things to go on for years. Basically. <clears throat> yeah. Like, if you actually put the time into thinking about how many of those things there are that we just do the same way because we've been doing them the same way. Yeah. It's fucked. Totally. It did have to be brought up in particular in order to realize that there's something that we actually could change there and optimize it. Yeah. What makes it hard to bring up, though, is because it's so ubiquitous, you don't think about it. Yeah. It's it, it's like you have to... You have to it's hard to look at things from outside the box when you're inside the box, right? Like you have to physically get out of it. Well, it's it's like you could tie it into like the allegory of the cave, right? Like Plato's old thing, where like if you have people that live in a cave for the re for their whole lives, all they know is the cave. So like to walk out <laughs> of the cave seems scary and, and unknown. So like thinking outside the box like falls right under that. But that. did they even think of walking out the cave? Like, so in the allegory of the cave, one person does walk cave, right? But they never return to the cave. They never inform anyone else. So new and exciting. Oh, they're right. Just like so, so okay. And so there is no loop. Find out that life is so much better than just dirt, rocks, and fucking darkness. And how big rock versus pretty rock. How to think outside of the box that you don't know you're in. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Shit. Well. That's good stuff. What do you guys think? Has it been a pretty informative episode? I learned a lot. I did. Thought a bit. I think they talked a bit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's some it. conversation in there. Nice. Dope. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Gin and tonic. G and oh, T. Um Anything you want to plug? Maybe oh. a stream or something? Yeah, so I stream sometimes. Um Video games. If you wanna watch me talk somewhere else, it's Hell uh, yes. Mixer.com slash the mayor west zero. Uh come pop in. Cool. Wicked. Thanks for coming on the show, guy. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. Wicked.